Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast. This is your host, Brian. We got your host, Jeff, on the line this week as well. Hello. We wanted to jump on here and do, a, do an episode here, but I wanted to let you guys know we're going to start coming at you with two episodes a week. So Tuesdays, I'll jump on Ryan Solo, just going over the previous NFL week, and then we'll jump on usually Fridays and give you our normal podcast show with me and jeff on so look forward to that more content coming out um we got an interesting show today we got your spotlight your headlines and um your top five games of course of the week and what's in our locker so let's go ahead and jump into that spotlight of the week All right, Jeff. Well, the first week of the NFL has come and it has gone. So we have got what you called overreactions. There's a bunch of overreactions for week one in the NFL and it tends to happen. So I wanted to go through a little bit of the kind of the headline overreactions that um, are the major overreactions that I thought were were majors. And we can kind of just see if we, we believe them and think you know figure out what we think about those so number one is probably the the one that i've heard the most is rogers aaron Rodgers, after getting stomped by the saints 38 to 3 he had a such a bad game aaron Rodgers, jeff is apparently tanking so he can get traded he's he doesn't want to be um he doesn't want to be here anymore which we know he might not want to be here but do i mean do you think that is actually happening after one game in the NFL no no I don't think it's I don't think that's the case it it seems odd I mean you could have an issue where maybe players are frustrated with how he acted uh, in the offseason there is a possibility of maybe that was like a you know getting back at you kind of game Uh, you know I could see something like that maybe happening uh, just because it was so odd Um, so weird game for them to only score three points um but uh you know i've you know i think they really i think the the players like rogers a lot so i think it may be it would be hard to assume that he's doing it but i could see a potential where maybe some of the players not all the players but some of the players are like you know what okay you didn't want to you didn't want to come back here you were kind of beating around the bush you were 
you know, trying to hold out. You were trying to do all these things. And it's like, you know, maybe some of the players were like, you know, we'll just give you a taste of your own medicine. and Maybe we won't play as well. You know, maybe we won't try as hard. So maybe I could see something like that. I mean, you, in, in the movie, any given Sunday, you kind of saw that. <laughs> so he, he kept getting sacked. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's um, yeah, I don't think it's anything to be worried about. I think it's one game. Um, I think, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's, you know, it's not like he's had this is the uh, this is probably one of the worst games I've seen statistically like i mean score wise too like it, it's pretty bad but i don't think that this is a, a reoccurring thing i think next week you're gonna shut they're gonna shut it down and or this coming week they're gonna shut it weekend they're gonna shut it down and and go back go back to their ways of of winning so no i don't i don't think he's thinking to get traded because it's like it it doesn't make any sense uh, well, for him and exactly. it doesn't make any sense for them either. So it's kind of a lose, lose thing. So it's like, you're kind of doing that to uh, then have teams second guess trading you, which you may end up not going where you want to be. And then the team that you have, isn't going to get anything for it as well. So you're kind of, it's a lose, lose thing. Look, you know, look, if Aaron, first of all, if if the Packers didn't trade Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, they're not going to trade him in the middle of this season. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it also well, doesn't make of, any sense. Go ahead. The, a lot of people are making a big deal because they're like, oh, he got benched for love. And I'm like, no, it, it was over. The yes. game was over. You're not going to risk injury. Are you serious? We've seen this before. Even if, okay, let's say it was a blowout and then it was the other way around. No one's going to think anything if they take Rodgers out, put love in. Right. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's a blowout. People are going to blow this out of proportion. They bench Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love um, and all this stuff, right? Uh, it, it Look, Aaron Rodgers, first of all, it makes no sense of him to come in here and just be bad for one year. He, he loses all his credibility of trade value right he, he he why would he tank and and look bad just so the to get back to the packers doesn't make any sense you know um this isn't revenge tour on green bay and he's just gonna bounce up to this year i think he is gone at the end of the season um we've never kind of seen this lame duck kind of quarterback before where you know you know fight for one more year but after this he's he's not into the team anymore but it was Russ. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played football since last season. He didn't go to OTAs, didn't know any offseason practices. He jumped in against a uh, a good head coach and a really good defense. The Saints were top 10 last year. Um, Jameis Winston, I think a lot of people gave up on too soon. He can throw the ball. Our def- My main worry is our defense. Our- I know Aaron Rodgers will get back on track. Our- my defense, was- the defense was pathetic. Now the offense didn't put him in good spots. But to think after one game that Aaron Rodgers is tanking um, and that they benched him to put Jordan Love in because he was bad is is dumb. They benched, they put Jordan Love in because there was no point of having Aaron Rodgers get hurt out there um, on a you know when they're getting blown out that bad. So it was week one. That was one of the major overreactions of the NFL week one. And it, it was a bad one. I'm like, come on, guys. This is just ridiculous. And I, I know I do think some of the drama over the offseason will have an effect into inside that locker room. But um, not to the point where they're going to start losing games 30 to three each week and just look nah. pathetic. 
There's too much no. talent and too much pride uh, on this team. And our head coach is been fantastic. This is his worst loss for Green Bay. And we, we tend to have those games where we'll just, I mean, we'll just look bad. Um, but I got, I got two hopes. I got three little hope, little hopes to stats for you. Okay. Last year, Tampa Bay got blown out by the Saints 38 to three and went on and won the Super Bowl. Well, okay. We just got blown out 30 to three and by the Saints. So that's some good luck, right? I guess. And then you look at, um, Aaron Rodgers, the last time he's thrown two interceptions in week one, Jeff, they went on to win the Super Bowl. Well, he threw two interceptions against the Saints. So, um, And then after a big blowout loss like this, a big blowout, Aaron Rodgers has come back in the next week and thrown for four touchdown passes. So I think I think we will be okay. Yeah, and one one last thing I wanted to point out too. Anybody out there who really does think that this is happening, here's the deal, okay? A lot of the players that are on this team are in contract years. They're not – they cannot afford to be playing like dog trash, okay? Like, come on. They cannot afford it. So it's like some of these players are looking to get paid in the offseason or, or, you know, sign some kind of deal or whatever. They're not going to risk their statistics – because of Aaron Rodgers. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, aren't some of these guys under, uh, you know, coming up on some kind of deal? Uh, some of the players on the, on the Packers. Oh, definitely. Um, okay. So it doesn't make any sense. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it's nonsense. And that's what a lot of these, as we get into some more here are, that's what they are as their overreactions and they're ridiculous. And so, our next one here is, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Um, they lost. They lost game one to the Houston Texans. He had three interceptions. Um, next one I hear is Trevor Lawrence is already not as good as they said he would be, and not worth his pick after Week One loss. And I think obviously, big overreaction when you draft players, um, you got to give them some time, right? Obviously, but you know, Trevor Lawrence has. The number one draft pick, right? So when you're the number one draft pick, you have more pressure put on you by by far than 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 other picks. And Trevor Lawrence, coming out of college, has had the comparisons of the next Peyton Manning. Um, so he has a lot of pressure to do good. And you know, look, Peyton Manning wasn't great his first year. You know, Troy Aikman wasn't great his first year. There's there's been greats that struggle at times of uh, starting off. Look at the team he's on. You got to throw that out there too. He's on Jacksonville with a brand new head coach. That's trying to get used to the NFL life. He threw for over 300 yards. He had three touchdown passes. They get blown out by um, the Houston Texans who aren't supposed to be a very good team this year, but I think it's, you know, relax. You got to get Trevor Lawrence some time um, to, to play and, and, Urban Meyer must run the football. They, he had one of the best backs in the NFL last year and only handed off the ball like 12 times. So he's putting a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence to throw the ball uh, way too often. But um, got to give this guy some time. Oh, absolutely. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's one game. Um, we don't have multiple. We don't even have a full season to go off of, of him in the NFL uh, to really make a judgment. It's the same thing, you know, that people were saying about Dak Prescott and stuff like that too. So it's just kind of like, uh, yeah, we don't know yet, you know, just continue 
to see it happen and unfold and and the the longer he's in the NFL, the more we'll know in like about a four year span what kind of quarterback this is. Um, but yeah, like after that, he, this team was picked him first for a reason. Right. Like, let's not make it picked first it's again next season. So possibly. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's not like he's going to be the savior of this team and completely, you know, take them to the Super Bowl this year. Like, can we come on now? Like, don't be ridiculous. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some with him. It all depends on who's the matchup is. And I mean, coming up this week, they don't really have a great they don't really have a great matchup. <laughs> Um, going up against the Denver defense. So it's just, you're going to have moments where Trevor Lawrence is going to be like, wow, what an amazing, but as these pieces start coming in, as these picks start coming in, as they start getting some free agents in there as well, when it becomes exciting to be playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars because of him, that's when all the pieces are going to fall into place. And we'll know, we'll know, you know, right. Same same thing with uh, Patrick Mahomes. The same, same, so same so, ordeal. So Jeff, let me tell you what, and I feel bad for Jacksonville because if they don't beat Denver Broncos this week, here's what they got coming and following. They got the Cardinals, they got the Bengals, they've got Tennessee, they've got the Seattle Seahawks, they got the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> they got the Forty ers they got the Rams. Yeah, I, I I don't see them winning for a long time. They they, they play the they play Atlanta. That that might be their first win. Um, the Colts I might see. might be or or even the the Texans again. But I think the Bengals ooh. game might be closer than anyone thinks. Might be it seems might be it the, seems you got two you got two guys out there, really rookies. Because I wouldn't consider Joe Burrow a, a first year veteran. I mean, he played a couple games last year, but. I, I would consider him, even though it's not his rookie year, I would consider it a rookie year um, because hopefully we get a full season of him. And that's that was when, you know, I would officially say that, that he's at this season his rookie year. And then Trevor Lawrence, obviously, in his rookie year, it would be kind of actually a very interesting game to watch because oh, yeah. these two guys were, were duking it out, you know, uh, in college. So, yep. All right, Jeff. The next one, the, the Eagles took care of business last week in Atlanta. In Atlanta, beat the they beat the Falcons thirty-two to six. Jalen Hurts, Jeff, is the next MVP, and he's taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl. <laughs> let's let's calm down a little bit here, guys. Jalen Hurts did come out and surprise me last week. You know, Atlanta's not a very good football team, and the um, they just I mean they, they were bad last week. They they couldn't protect. Uh, Matt Ryan to save his life. There wasn't much life into the offense, only scoring six points. But, you know, I wasn't really big on Jalen Hurts coming out. They, they, the Eagles drafted him in the third round. He, he came in last year, I think, halfway through. I wasn't big on him. I mean, he does not that great of a thrower. He, he does run and move out in the, in the pocket and run out of the pocket uh, quite a bit, and he and he can use his legs. But I just th- think he's a pure, pure passing quarterback. Um but he looked good last week, and if this guy can prove me wrong, by all means, I think this is more of a team that, um, you know, the Eagles aren't a very good team, the roster-wise. They played a horrible Atlanta team, so I think that's really kind of what played into it. Um, I hope Jalen can prove me wrong. I don't think he's going to – obviously, I don't, he's not going to be the MVP this year unless he just goes crazy, but um, I'm not a big Jalen fan. I don't think he's going to be that great. 
Sorry, guys, there are Eagles fans out there. I had one guy tell me last week to show some Eagles some love on TikTok. Um, but hopefully it proves me wrong. You know, um, I don't know what you think of them, but this Eagles team isn't very good on roster-wise. But they had a really good game last week, so let's see if they can keep it going. They, they play the 49ers coming up this week. I think they the 49ers lose this game, but a lot of people are saying this game will be closer than you think. So... What do you? What are your thoughts on Jalen Hurts um, and his MVP case? I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know about MVP, guys. Um, it's one game, but but I will say this. I mean, you know, the Eagles. Um, I mean, I think that there's there's definitely going to be games where they surprise some people. And I'm, I think there's also going to be some games where it's going to be like, okay, well, we, that's kind of what we're expecting. But um, I don't uh, – if Jalen Hurts continues to play like this throughout the rest of the season, it's it's something to think about. Um, maybe not MVP, but a candidate? Sure. But uh, I don't know if anyone is expecting Jalen Hurts to be playing like this the rest of the season. I don't think anybody would expect that at all, but who knows? I, you know, I do. I hope this Eagles team have some kind of saving grace after they've had just a complete debacle at quarterback for a while, even though they win as won a Super Bowl, I get it, but it was still just on a weird dude got hurt, you know, was, was balling out, dude got hurt. And then someone came in and then it was just like, he takes them to the Super Bowl. They win. Awesome. But since then, it's just been an absolute downward spiral of quarterback situations, injuries, um, drama, mm-hmm. uh, all this stuff. And then, you know, come to find out it's everybody's getting Dell off somewhere and traded off and leaving. And, you know, when it comes to quarterbacks and stuff like that. And I just think that Eagles are in this weird spot, you know, and I think the fans are really grasping uh, uh, for Jalen Hurts uh, to be a person that maybe is going to come in there and actually do something and help this franchise. I mean, I hope so. I'm not going to bet on it, but I I hope that's true. The Eagles are probably the fastest depletion of a Super Bowl team. I think I've ever seen. Um, Usually if you, you know, as a head coach, if you want a Super Bowl, that, that locks you in for at least five years. Uh, he made it like three. You know they lot. You know Jalen uh, uh, Wentz got hurt, and, and Wentz was never the same. And uh, to see this team go from we just beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl to we're f- we're probably going to be last in the division, <laughs> it, it, it has been insane. And um, so I you know I hope he can come in there and and help him out, and, and that's what they're hoping he can do. But I I I'm not a I don't think it's going to happen, um, especially with what they're giving him with the roster wise, but. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they can do. Uh, the, the Giants in that division look horrible. I, I think Washington takes the second in the division. I got Cowboys winning it, so I don't think Eagles have a shot to win it. But they they should they surprised us last week with that. Let's see if they can shock the world uh, next week or this coming week when they play the 49ers. Because if they pull that upset off, it'd be pretty interesting. But um, Next, Jeff, the New England Patriots, after losing the first game of the season, 17-16 to to the Miami Dolphins, they're missing Cam Newton. Oh, Jeff, they're hurting for Cam Newton to come back and and run the ball because he can't throw it no more. Um, 
complete overreaction. Miami's got a really good defense. These teams know each other. They play hard football. They lost by one point. Uh, I think they're going to be just fine there with uh, Mac Jones, with the Mac and Cheese. I don't think they're missing New England. I don't think they're missing Cam Newton. Cam Newton isn't on a roster. I don't think NFL is really missing Cam Newton right now either. So um, that's another storyline I heard about just making jokes about, oh, well, they, they miss Cam Newton. And, you know, it's that's obviously false. No, I don't think. I think that uh, once, you know, Bill Belichick makes a decision, he pretty much will stick with it. Um, I don't think he's going to sit there and go, oh, because if because if really Belichick didn't really want him now, he wouldn't have left. They wouldn't have let him go. Um, So it's just, you know, it was obviously a Belichick decision. Now that Tom Brady's out in New England, I think it's is more of a Belichick team than you think. Um, He's pretty much pulling the trigger and making the decisions most of the time. Uh, and Kraft really is just writing the checks. So, you know, it's just uh it's it's Belichick's team until he's until he's out and his son takes over or something, you know. But um, but yeah, like I don't think that I don't think New England's missing him. I don't think I don't think Belichick's really missing it. I think he's no he, the, the distraction that, and drama yeah, that comes with Cam Newton, right? The fact that Belichick has a has a a blank canvas again uh, to morph somebody into what he sees as a good player is all Belichick really wants. He had it with Tom Brady um, and then he had a blank canvas and he created this person who was a perfectionist and, and, you know, didn't want to make mistakes and all those things. And I think he's trying to do the same thing with, with Jones. So, you know, who knows though? I mean, you said Mac and cheese, um, (laughs) you know, maybe uh, Jones gets traded to Green Bay and uh, Green Bay sends Aaron Rodgers to <laughs> Mac New England. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we'll add that cheese but, uh, to that Mac. You know, it per- <laughs> combination there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, this next one is probably the closest one to becoming true than, than the others. I don't know your thoughts on it. Justin Fields should start over Andy Dalton. And that's something that popped in. They Look, they threw in of Justin Fields in versus the Rams. The Rams took care of business to 134 to 14. Justin Fields had a rushing touchdown. They threw him in here or there. Um, he was two of tooth passing. But Andy Dalton's a starter, and they continue to stick with Andy Dalton. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um and Justin Fields going, you know, what do you think they should do? Give me some information on that. Oh, man. It, you would think that, you know, Justin Fields, because they did actually, did they move up or did they, did he just fall to no, him? He, because he, they, he fell okay. in the draft. There was a lot of I, I I know the Broncos brought it up. Uh, I know their front office brought it up. They brought up the whole uh, epilepsy thing, and I know he said it wasn't an issue. And I'm not saying that that is the issue here, um, but maybe this is a fact that Dalton seems to be connecting a little bit more, maybe with the first team, uh, whether it be in practice or not. Fields maybe still trying to learn. And maybe they're trying to figure out what you know how to how to adjust the game to fit him a little bit too. So I, it's it's weird because it's kind of like you, sh- you know I don't know if the Bears are looking at it like we are playoff contenders, 
So we don't want to risk playing this, um, you know, experiment game right now to see if he's going to be good or not. And instead, maybe go with the safer option and a person who's been in the league for a while, uh, who's had six, some success um, and actually, I think, did well. I think they take a look at the, the issue that he did pretty well uh, for for the Cowboys. Um, you know, decent, uh, given that Dak was hurt last year. Uh, and they actually won a few games, uh, without Dak. So, uh, maybe they're, maybe they're putting that in consideration. And then obviously, you know, I think personally with some of these teams are seeing what happens on practice field as well as as too. So I know that's what the Broncos did to evaluate the quarterback situation in Denver. Um, not to say it's the same thing, but I'm just saying that's how the Broncos did it. But um, it's up to – it depends, man. I'll say this much. If if the Bears start losing and losing and losing and losing and they're in a hole midway through and or maybe even a little bit past midway through uh, and there's no chance really for them to be the playoffs, Justin Fields is playing. Yeah. Justin, Justin Fields is definitely playing over Andy Dalton. Um, and at some point, if that even started happening, I could, I could even see Andy Dalton being benched. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, when they, when they brought in Andy Dalton, look, when they brought in Andy Dalton, they, they asked Andy Dalton, why did you come to Chicago? And he said, because I was promised to be the starter. They told me day one, I am the starter of this football team. Justin Fields fell down to him in the draft. I don't think they expected him to fall, and they they got lucky and drafted him. Um, well, what they can consider would be lucky, I guess we don't know until we figure out what Justin Fields is on an NFL football field. So, I, I think honestly, I think the organization, you know, told Andy Dalton, "Hey, we're gonna you're gonna start." Um, I think Matt Nagy gave Andy Dalton his word, "You're going to start." Justin Fields came in. And no one wants to sit their quarterback using a first-round pick and let him learn anymore, right? That's taboo nowadays. Green Bay's done it with Aaron Rodgers, right? From Rodgers to Far, they're doing it with Jordan Love. There's two different approaches you can take on bringing a guy in like that. And people are eager to see Justin Fields on the on the floor or on the field. Um, and a lot of fans, are, and especially Bears fans, are looking at it going, we know what Andy Dalton is. He's not a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Look, Andy Dalton played good in TCU. He came out of TCU. He went and played for the Bengals. They, he, they, he won ten games a year, and they, but they never went anywhere in the playoffs, right? So he once goes to Dallas as a backup. I, I, you know, I think, I think honestly, um, if if I'm a Bears fan, I'm I'm saying throw Justin Fields in right away. I want to see what we got. Andy Dalton, we already know what he is. But looking back on both sides of the ball, I, I think. Andy Dalton should be the starter, um, but I guarantee. I mean, I almost want to say, Jeff, if the if they lose to the Bengals this Sunday, that's who they play as the Bengals. I think the the organization's going to feel pressured. I think um, Matt Nagy will be forced to put in Justin Fields sooner than later. I think Andy Dalton's leash is probably the shortest in the NFL, um, or. If Maggie continues to play any Dalton and they they miss the playoffs, let's say they have a six and eleven record or whatever, it just gives the organization an out of Matt Nagy because he didn't start 
Justin Fields. Um, so it's 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 just it's a tough situation for Chicago when you have a quarterback dilemma like this. It puts a lot of pressure on the head coach to make the right moves at the right times when he feels is correct. Um, and and with Matt Nagy not not actually not having any success really there in Chicago, I think he is on the hot seat this after the season. Uh, well, actually, he's on the hot seat now, but kind of figuring out that right time of did we give Andy Dalton enough time? I know I promised him he'd be the starter. When should we put Justin Fields in? Um, Chicago, Chicago set up really well with their future. I think Justin Fields is going to be a really good quarterback. But right now, that Matt Nagy has a tough decision uh, and has a lot of pressure on him to make the right choice of how many games he's going to give Andy Dalton uh, and when to pull that trigger. So. Yeah, and and the other thing also is fan the fans, uh, the the fan base can also at times, you know, Pre- oh, kind they of start pre- booing yeah, Dalton. Like, yeah, and yeah, and, and, and that that happened in Denver. Uh, that happened in Denver with Tebow. Um, I think that happened in, with um, I th- yeah, it was with Tebow because I remember it was just the people were fans were just frustrated, and they were just like we're tired of it. Like just throw them out there. And it just, it got to a point where there was even like billboards out that was like in, in Denver that was like, <laughs> yes. put him in yes. like, we're, we're, what's the, what's the worst that can happen. We're going to be picking number one anyway. Like it, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just put him in and see what we have. And I think at some point, excuse me, had to cough, uh, at some point, um, you know, the fan base will put some pressure on them if they continue to if they continue down a downward spiral to a point where fans are just going to get frustrated and go throw them out there and let's just see what we have. You know, what 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 more? What could that hurt? What could that hurt at all? You know, right? Definitely. All right, Jeff. Well, we have a, um, the top five games coming up into this segment here. Um, and you're doing exactly what I was about to start doing, <laughs> putting the timestamps. Oh, sorry, we could edit this part out. Um, all right, Jeff, we've got into the top five games of week two. So I looked at the I looked at the week and I was like, man, let's pick up the top five. Last week, the top five games, we went four and one, Jeff. So uh, we did really good there, and, and um, we see if we can do the same here. So. Number one game I got is the Chiefs versus Baltimore. This game, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, the two young stud quarterbacks, um, future, you know, they're supposed to be battling each other like Brady and Manning, right? You got the the future quarterback. So um, Chiefs usually own the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore came off of a, a, a bad loss against the Raiders last week and a crazy game that they, they lost on Monday Night Football. I've got the Chiefs winning this game. I, I went back and forth because there's those games where when you look at it, um, especially divisional games where you're bound to usually split between the two or, um, you know, you lose a game you shouldn't. So, I, I But I got Chiefs winning. I don't know if Lamar Jackson can keep up with the high-powered offense of the Patrick Mahomes. I, yeah, it... it. <sighs> Man, if the Chiefs lost to the Browns, I would be like, okay, something's something's up here. They should have lost to the Browns. Oh, dude. Oh my gosh. Okay. But so I think their defense is 
I don't know if the Chiefs defense is as good as as no. And they're gonna have to they're gonna have to win games with like you know high score, high score, high score, high score. There will be games where that will work, and there will be games where that will not. I don't know. I mean, in terms of Baltimore's defense, I know they've historically have been good. If this comes out into a shootout, I trust Mahomes over uh, Lamar. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, you know, uh, I just I go with the Chiefs. If it's a shootout, it's it's going to be the Chiefs, man. Look, last I cannot Monday Night Football. The Bravens let Derek Carr throw for four hundred and thirty-five yards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah. honestly, Derek Carr, Derek Carr is nothing compared to Mahomes. Like, come on. Like, no. this is this is potentially to be a I, I think this might be a shootout. But if it and I get and I guarantee if it's a shootout, I will take Mahomes over Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to go with Chiefs on this one. Right. And as, the, a, safe, the, as a safe bet, the safe way. Bet. <laughs> right. The way Baltimore's built is not for shootouts. <laughs> They're built no. for good defense. We're going to run the ball. We're going to let Lamar run the ball, and we're going to score, you know, twenty-seven points a game, and hopefully our defense shuts you down. And that and that strategy can work when you control the clock. That's how you beat Tom Brady. That's how you beat Mahomes. That's how you you, you keep them off the field. You do long drives. You drag it out, and you you do you do perfect ball management, ball control, and time time possession control. Like that's just it. And if you want to beat teams like that, then eliminate the problem and allow him to be on the field as less as possible. Yep. You're exactly right. All right, Jeff, the game number two, I got the Dallas Cowboys versus the, the Los Angeles Chargers. I, let, let me get your prediction first um, on this game, and then I'll, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I think... This is going to be another slugfest. I think this is going to be another one of those games where it's like the charge come out, score, and then let's say something happens with Dallas and they turn it over or they punt. Chargers come back, score again. Now they're up two touchdowns. And then here comes Dak. And then he scores. And it's just back and forth. And then the Chargers, maybe they fumble a ball. And then the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys get it in good field position. And then they score again. And then it's just, just back and forth. And the Chargers score. And I think that this is going to be one of those kind of games where it's like, I can see the Dallas Cowboys clawing back in just like they did with Tampa Bay and having to fight. This is in L.A. Um, I do think this will be a home game, obviously. For the not for not for the Chargers for the Cowboys, <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, so they're gonna the crowd's gonna be just on fire for Dallas because of where it is. They have a massive fan base in California, um, so you know I think man, it's hard to go against the Chargers in this man. It's really hard to go against the Chargers because I like the quarterback. I think he's. Mm, I'm going to go with Dallas just because the Chargers in my division. <laughs> and uh I asked, and I and I and I was I, I unfortunately had to pick Chiefs in the first one. Um but uh I'll I'll go Dallas just to be safe on that and not pick Chargers because the Chargers are my division. So that could have been a coin flip. 
but um, I'll, I'll go with Dallas. All right, Jeff. Well, this is a, this is going to be an interesting game. Um, one, hopefully, I'm going to watch. Now, I got the Chargers winning this game. I got the Cowboys dropping 0-2. Um, I, I, look, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be missing five starters. Um, they're missing. They're going to be missing their, their best uh, defensive player. The Washington football team didn't touch Justin Herbert last week. Okay. You know, Chase Young, the defensive rookie of the year last year, who had seven sacks his first year in the NFL, who eats quarterbacks up, didn't touch (laughs) Herbert. I think the Cowboys are going to have a hard time getting to the quarterback. And when you leave Justin Herbert back there to throw, you're going to give up a lot of points. Dallas Cowboys offense, I have no worries of them scoring points. I think this game is going to be like a 35-32 game, three-point last-minute field goal to, mm-hmm. to win the game. I, I think Chargers win just because of lack of, of defense. And let me tell you an interesting stat that I found out the other day, Jeff. The Dallas Cowboys, have, <laughs> they haven't won a game unless they've scored over 30 points since 2018. Oh, my God. So they are putting a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott to score 30-plus points a game um, to win. And, and, that, when, and yeah, that, that's one of the things that we had talked about going into this uh, NFL season was the fact that, um, you know, that he was like, is you know, how much is going to be put on Dak's shoulders? Well, obviously, a lot. Seems like a lot. Um, and now even with all, and we'll talk about that later on, but even with all these new updates that are going on with the Cowboys, uh, in terms of issues, uh, yeah, it's definitely even more put on his shoulders and I, I, I can definitely see your point too. Um, because I do think that the chargers, uh, are, are, a, their, their O line is, is really good. And, and ultimately, you know, I don't think that, I think the Cowboys are built with a pass rush first. And I don't know how well they're built on um, contending the pass uh, uh, itself. So it's just like, I think that they'll, they'll be able to try and minimize run, but I don't, but I in terms of uh, going up against a quarterback, that's going to be slinging it all the time. Um, Tom Brady proved that to be a weakness uh, in the Cowboys. So it's, um, it's interesting, you know, that, this is going to be that's why i said coin flip (laughs) so i was just like "Ah." it's a tough one and usually i would pick the better quarterback and dak prescott's the better quarterback but right with everything going on with the teams with the offensive line issues that dallas cowboys have that they their joey bosa is going to be going up against terrence Steele, and terrence Steele is not a good offensive lineman um they're going to have to use a lot of Zeke in the backfield blocking um, some linebacker or some tight ends chipping to to keep him from tearing up the game. So uh, just with all those issues, I think the Chargers will win. And I love Justin Herbert. Watching him play is amazing. And he's going to be, if not already a top 10 quarterback, he'll be up in there next, you know, after the season, I believe. But uh, it'll be one heck of a game. And like I said, it's going to be close. um, But I I, I think the Chargers win. And I don't worry, Cowboy fans, I still got you predicted to win your your division. But you start off 0-1-2, in my opinion. But um, 
game number three, Jeff. We got the Titans versus the Steelers and the and um not sorry, not Steelers, the Seattle Seahawks. And Seahawks had a good game last week. They they demolished the Colts and the Titans got demolished last week uh, by the Cardinals. They did not look very good at all. So this is a a bounce back game for Tennessee. Um, I'm going to go. I, I think they do bounce back this week. Um, I think the defense of Seattle's not all that great. I think Derrick Henry is going to be able to get going. And when Derrick Henry is the key to the football team, if he gets going, it opens up Tannehill throwing the ball downfield. Julio Jones to have a better game this week as he only had like 40 or 50 yards last week in his uh, debut with the Tennessee just Russell Wilson can throw the ball a lot and I'm going against another the better quarterback here in my opinion I just think Tennessee bounces back um, this week and wins this football game um, I'm just trying to con- you know I think it is in con- Seattle mentalize the, the uh, uh, man 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 Ah, I like Russell Wilson. <laughs> so, I do. Um, I do. But uh, I, I think Tennessee will bounce back. I think they're too talented to not. Um, and I think that are where are they in Seattle or? Yeah, I believe they're in Seattle. Ah, it's a tough place to play. Um, yeah, I, I, I but I, I'll think if it, if it's especially if it's close and if the team if the defense steps up um, and one dimensionalizes this uh, Seattle team, which, which it seems like the Seattle team is definitely one dimensional. Then yeah, I think Tennessee can come out and win, especially if their Titans are successful running the ball. Cause then that also means that Russell Wilson's off the field a lot more right? Uh, as well. Cause the clock's going to continue to be running. So yeah, I'll go with Tennessee. The next game, Jeff is an interesting one. They got the bears versus the Bengals. Uh, last week, the Bengals beat the Vikings in overtime. Uh, the Bears got demolished by the Rams, so they're looking to bounce back. You got Andy Dalton versus the team that drafted him against the Bengals. I want to say Bengals here, and I hope the Bengals win, but I, I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears on this one. I think um, they're off. You know, their running game's really good. Andy Dalton will bounce back this week. He's not playing the number one defense in the NFL, and uh, this defense uh, will be able to put a lot of pressure on Joe Burrow and frustrate him in the pocket. I, I, I got the Bears winning this one, even though I hope they lose. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a tie. No, I'm kidding. A tie. Um, it could be. If you called that, that would be insane. But uh, No, I think Bears. I, I go with the Bears. I go with the familiarity. I, I go with the uh, f- uh, veteran tenacity tenacity and 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 of this team uh going up against a very young young team um especially against joe burrow i think that he's still got he still has a lot to learn uh i think joe burrow still is has sent a little bit maybe um you know just to kind of rightfully so because of the injury but uh i yeah i'll go with the bears i think that's a safe bet uh to go with the bears i would love to be surprised in this situation personally all right, the next one was interesting because you never know how the Raiders are going to do. Last week, they they beat the Baltimore Ravens, and then the next week, they could lose to the Colts. It's it, They're an up-and-down team. The Steelers beat the Bills last week with tough defensive play. 
So this one was tough for me because I think this, the Steelers are going to pressure Derek Carr a lot. Um, so that makes me think that the Raiders are going to lose. But like I said, the Raiders could come out. I'm not a big believer in the Steelers offensively uh, with Big Ben. I, I think the Raiders could outscore him. But I'm going to have to give it to the Steelers. And this one was 50-50 for me. But I think the Steelers' defense is what gets the job done again. It's what got done last week in, in Buffalo. Um, so that's who I got winning this game. Jeff, who do you have? Oh, man, 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 man. I don't trust the Raiders. <laughs> I don't trust Derek yeah. Carr. There's yeah. so much. And again, I don't. The thing is, it's both of these teams can be untrustworthy. Definitely. And this is a weird matchup because it's like two completely flippy flop teams. It's like, well, you know, sometimes we're going to do good. Sometimes we're going to look like trash. Um, and so. Hmm. Based off. The production last week. I got to go with the Steelers. I I I I don't see why I wouldn't pick them. Um, I got to go. Definitely, I'll go with the Steelers personally on this one, just based off of production last week. Okay. Yeah, last week the Steelers didn't play that great of a game on offense, and honestly, if they lost, uh, the Bills the Bills should have won. I, you know, um, Josh Allen overthrew like three wide receivers that would have been touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so he was a little off last week. And um, so I think they, they should have lost. But um, that's should have, would have, could have. And that's not something that usually happens. Um, something you don't want to dwell on. But yeah. All right, Jeff. It is time for the news headlines of the week. All right, Jeff, we had a Monday night football game this week and the Giants versus the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. Um, the Giants, they can't get out of their own way and lose the last night or lose the, the game 30 to 29. And Jeez. sorry, this wasn't Monday night. This was Thursday night. I don't know Thursday why. Night, yeah. So did you did you did you see how it ended, Jeff? Did you see the debacle <laughs> of the New York Giants? I watched Ugh. the highlights. I watched the highlights and I was just like, what is going on? And it was like, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you had um, a drop pass from the giants. That was a touchdown. You had, um, you had a, a 40 yard rush from Daniel Jones that got taken back. You. So basically Washington was driving down the field to, they were down 29-27. If they kick a field goal, they win the game. Well, they get all the way down with barely with like no time on the clock. They go for the game-winning field goal. He kicks it, and he misses it. You're like, oh, the Giants just won. But wait, Jeff, there's more. The Giants jumped off sides. So they move the ball five yards forward. They get one more kick at it, and they make it. They win the ball game 30-29. to The Giants lose in heartbreaking fashion. Um, Jones, another, this is the second, this is second week in a row. Okay. This is why you don't pay running backs. This is the second week in a row that Daniel Jones, the quarterback 
had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. He had 95 yards rushing it. Shake Saquon didn't even sniff 100. Didn't come close to 100. I don't. Whew, I don't even know what's going on with him. Um, but when your quarterback's outrunning your rushing game, that's pathetic. Especially, it's not Daniel Jones isn't Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy that he's running the ball so much, and I guess people don't really pay attention to it because it's Daniel Jones, and he's getting. That's why he's rushing for 95 yards, but. Um, well, 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 everyone. Let's not let's not lose sight into the two teams this this, this Giants team faced in in their first two games. You you had a, you had a team with the Broncos who have defense who can definitely shut the run down and clog up the lanes, and then obviously you know cornerbacks who can who can swat the ball away and, and things like that. They took away that run game completely, um, and so they're definitely there. I knew Shaquan Barkley was going to not have a great game i just had a feeling i'm like if if this defense is good as it is as everyone's been saying in this area all off season sway Con barkley isn't going to do anything and and and, and uh you know jones is, is going to have a tough time as well and so and that happened and so then what do they do they go in with the second week and then what do they do they go up against the defense again you know it's just yeah. it's interesting it's interesting Tyler Henneke, uh Taylor Henneke had 346 yards and two touchdowns. I like this kid. I, you know, he he stepped in last year and had to face Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs. They uh, came close to winning that game. Um, this is a guy that has a lot of confidence. He um, he has a lot of gutsy throws sometimes. Um, He's he can move out of the pocket. He 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 came from the XFL, Jeff. He was on an XFL roster a couple of years ago, so I'm interested to see where this guy can do. But he's on a bad team offensively. Their defense is good. It's still a bad football team. All all the, these are just two bad teams playing each other for the last probably last place in the NFC least or well the Giants probably. But um, we'll see what happens. But it was just a bad. It was just the Giants could not get out of their own way on Thursday night football. No, no. And, you know, uh, mental errors, penalties, penalties are mental errors. And I think it's like when you're going when they're setting up for a field goal kick, just just you don't want to make gonna block a mistake. It. What's the odds of you blocking it? Well, well, the odds are high for you to block. And I get it. Or not. They're slim. Sorry. The odds are stacked against you when you're trying to block a field <laughs> I was goal. Like, I was six to say what, what, what field goals have you been watching? <laughs> <Yeah. Jeff? laughs> field goals have been blocking all week and nobody's making them. Um, oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but you just cannot make some bonehead decision of f- falling off sides. Like, come on on now like that is the worst that's the worst especially when the fact that he missed it and it's just like oh man this is this is what happens when um when that when it's not your team and they they make these this they make this boneheaded play there's what everyone's doing (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what happens when 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 that uh, goes down so all right, Jeff. Well, big breaking news this week was Dallas Cowboys' best defensive player, Demarcus Lawrence, broke his foot in practice. He's out six to eight weeks with that bro- broken foot. <laughs> oh, it gets worse, Jeff. As I stated earlier, the Dallas Cowboys are also missing Michael Gallup. He got hurt last week. Um, 
Randy Gregory's out due to COVID. That was supposed to be their other good defensive lineman. So they're missing two guys to get to the quarterback. Lael Collins, one of the best offensive linemen, is suspended five games for missing seven drug tests, Jeff. Not one. We're not talking two. We're not talking three. We're talking seven, okay? Seven drug tests. He just decided that he didn't need to take them. Um, Stay off the weed. (laughs) um, You know, and... This is a big issue for the Dallas Cowboys, and this is also why I'm going with the Chargers winning the game. They're missing five starters. The Dallas Cowboys, Jeff, there's always a feeling like something happens to them every year. Something. Something to give them an excuse, um, uh, an injury here, uh, um, uh, suspension there. Something. I don't know what it is. Is did, Did Jerry Jones... Uh, really sell his soul to the devil <laughs> uh, when he oh. when he said that years ago about uh, you know uh, give me these three and I won't ask for anything else because something seems to derail this team every year, um, and every team deals with injuries right, but it's just something with this team, something's going on, and you know I think Leo Collins. You know, there's nothing in the rules to say you will get suspended, but dude, you missed seven drug tests. Seven. That's ridiculous. This is this goes into um not giving a damn. Right? Not caring. All you gotta do is pee in a cup. Um and after a certain point, I the NFL's got us maybe five games as as a steep price for seven drug tests missed. But when you're in the program for for drugs, right, like Leon Collins is, you can be tested as often as the NFL wants to test you. Doing this, that that just shows you don't care. I, I think it's uh, that shows that um, to the to the to your teammates, to the fan base, to the ownerships, to your head coach, you don't care. Um, so they've they've got to he's got to come out and improve himself after these five games, but these losses are big for Dallas, um, and I think that's another reason they lose the game coming up against the Chargers. Not only are these losses huge, they're long. Six to eight weeks is a long time. Oh yeah, that's a that's, lot of games. That's their best defensive player. That's a lot of games. That's a, that's you know, in in this, I I feel bad for. Uh, Micah Parsons, because um, this is going to put more pressure on him, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. Uh, I think Micah Parsons would do good if he had a, a wingman on the other side, kind of like you know Von Miller and Demarcus Ware, and, and Von Miller and even Bradley Chubb. You know, you got to have a wingman to right. to take over uh, when you're getting double teamed and stuff like that. And Michael Parsons is going to get double teamed out the wazoo. He's probably not going to have very many sacks if this can, if this, you know, during these these eight weeks, six to eight weeks, um, which is going to mess up his statistics and 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 his potential pro pro bowl pick or pro bowl uh, uh, possibility, um, because I think he's a pro bowl player. Uh, he just he needs to get that opportunity and this is not giving him that opportunity whatsoever. Um, 
you know, I think that not taking seven drug tests is a little bit much. Uh, you you couldn't you couldn't take a time out due to one drug test out of seven. Um, and I'm sure they were scattered. It's not like one day it was like, hey, take this. And then you didn't. And the next day, it's not like it was a seven. Hey, thing. It was like, right. No, I'm sure it was scattered out like over the course of months and you still didn't do it. And I think that's a bit insane. You're making a lot of money. In the NFL, you're making you're you're playing in one of a, a premier franchise team uh, that definitely likes to play pay their players, for, especially defense, which is a very big uh, issue. You know, uh, it was an issue last year for the Cowboys. Um, they had a lot of injuries last year, and here we go again. You know, and uh, this is uh, you know I gave them credit for the game coming up. I, I did pick them to win uh, a close game. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to give them a bit of a doubt in this, in this upcoming game, but, um, this is going to, this will cause issues down in this later on in the season when you go up against, um, uh, you know, semi-decent offenses. Um, so it's just going to, uh, be interesting. Cause I mean, I think the offense for the chargers are going to be good, but I do think the Cowboys can outgun them. Uh, but yeah, I, this is bad. This is one of those things where, again, we're talking about the same kinds of weird things every season for the Cowboys. It is ridiculous that this guy Collins did not take a drug test. Von Miller, I remember, got suspended five games for a failed drug test. And he has to take he's had to have taken random nice drug tests throughout the seasons over the course of I don't know how many years. And I'm probably probably still does. And he's taken them. He's never been suspended since then. Never. It's so it's really not that difficult to pee in a cup. It's no, it's you, not. It's and it's also it's also putting your team before yourself. It's ridiculous. Uh, the injuries are not anyone else. That's not anyone's fault. I get that. It happens. You know, it happened to to uh, you know to uh, Jerry Judy. And so it's right. just like it, crap happens. I get it. And, and but when COVID it comes to is something that you can't, I mean, right, right. You get it. And they're not going to have people playing out there sick like that. So I get that. But with this whole uh, drug test, that is ridiculous. You are, you are literally being selfish. Right. And, and, you know, an injury here or there is not bad, but when you start having a cluster of injuries or a cluster of guys out, that's when it can affect your football team. Yes. Um, Michael Gallup is a is a big loss, but I, you know you have two of the wide receivers that are number one wide receivers, so I, I think that's the least of their worries. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, but Jeff, um, let's jump into the next one. All right, this is another another one of these. Okay, <laughs> another one of these star defensive pass rusher Zadarius Smith for Green Bay Packers was put on an IR for Green Bay. He's going to miss at least the minimal three weeks, maybe more with a back injury. Um, they were talking about him missing the first game of the season with a back issue, but he decided to play anyways. Now he's out for three, three weeks or more. Um, this is big concerning for Green Bay. He makes a lot of money. He's our main pass rusher. He's a guy gets the quarterback. He's a leader on our defense. Um, this is a big loss. We do have Rashawn Gary that can come in and step in and, and he's going to have a one heck of a, of a season. I believe he's been getting to the point where he can be a starter. I think um, uh, Preston Smith, the other Smith on the other side of the football took a pay cut so he could stay in green Bay. Um, we've got some pass rushers. 
Rashawn Gary will be will be a, a good backup, and we will miss Darius Smith. Hopefully, we want to miss him as much um, with with having Rashawn Gary there. But this is a big loss for Green Bay. Yeah, it, it, I mean, the Packers need their defense to be there, and I think this is a huge uh, problem for them. Um, I mean, he, was he so he rushed out and then got hurt again, basically, or re-injured? You know, yeah, you know, I think he, he wanted to go, and um, you know, he didn't have a great game last last week. He did hit the quarterback, which they called roughing the passer, which they already know. said was a mistake. I thought that was a mistake. Yes, um, yeah, big time mistake. But um, you know, it didn't change the output of the game, so right. it's what it is, what it is. But so this is something that that. Uh, little floors already talked about is we're going to sit him down. They're going to shut him down. And hopefully that, that rest will give him uh, to, to get back into getting the, the, the amount of snaps they want him to take. So he's a guy that we need. And um, I mean, I think, I think the, loss, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is it's three weeks, right? Um, that's not right. too bad. That's a lot better than six to eight. Um, right. and then obviously like with Judy, uh, even like with the, with the, anyone oh. else on defense, but with Judy, I mean, well, the likelihood is he's either saying four to six. Um, so, I mean, the three weeks is, I think good is, is, yeah. is if you it's could, a good case any, scenario. You could, yeah, exactly. If you can, if you could pick any kind of, you know, good out of this situation, it's at least it's three weeks. And I forgot I to think that's fine. I forgot to throw Jerry on here. Jerry, Judy, I thought his ankle was broken. If you watch that play again, oh yeah, I said he snapped that son of a gun in half. So Ooh. here's what's interesting about Jerry Judy, and this is what a lot of people don't. Uh, it's not publicized a lot. People don't talk about it a lot. Jerry Judy has rubber band freaking legs. It's insane. <laughs> I've seen this guy juke in odd situations and weird his legs to do weird things if anybody wants to go on youtube and type in jerry judy and sit, take a look at his college games uh and i'm not so sure about last year too much um because uh you know we were having issues and stuff like that last year but uh take a look at how he moves and th- and that's a good indication like i know that it seemed like his legs were all jacked and i thought that too um but then again i'm like man his legs though he's he's always just bending you know like he's always just his legs are like rubber out there it's insane how he can move and so it kind of makes some sense as to maybe why they didn't break um there's a lot of flexibility that he has in those in those legs and stuff so it's just kind of weird he's an he's an odd entity uh as a wide receiver and so i think that may be why it didn't break i think because he had so much what is it like? Not dexterity. Maybe it is dexterity, but in his in his legs, uh, in and move. You know how he moves them. That yeah, maybe it, that, it, maybe it's really that wasn't as bad. It's really unfortunate for him. I think Teddy Bridgewater would have used him a lot more. Um, oh yeah, they're I, they're real good friends. Yeah, and I, and, uh, I hate to see it. I I really like Jerry Judy, and um, so hopefully he makes a quick recovery. Don't you know? Yeah. But. I don't right. think they'll. I don't think they'll rush Jerry Judy back, but but I think I think people can definitely uh, expect him to be back at some point uh, in during the season. But you know, come back to to the to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, at least it's not three weeks, guys. Like it's it's okay. I think he'll be all right, yeah. and he'll be back, and he'll be better. And he, he would rather want a healthy, uh, you know, Zemir, the, the Darius Smith than than not, and especially 
you know, getting later into the season as opposed to early. Well, yeah, the season, one so. of those lingering issues that he's out one game back and then and then, you know, and so yeah. yeah, it's just three weeks, hopefully, and and then we'll see him back, hopefully playing better on defense because his defense was atrocious last week. Yeah. All right, Jeff, this is interesting. New, There's a new in-season hard knocks coming. Uh, it's going to be with the Indianapolis Colts. It actually airs November 17th on HBO Max. So hard knocks, if for those that don't know, is a show that takes you behind a team in the and it does the preseason. It doesn't do in-season stuff. It does preseason. There's stipulations to be on the show because a lot of teams don't like to do it. Um, you have to. You can't have made the playoffs the lot the previous year. You've had to had a new co- head coach, I believe, within three seasons. Um, this there seems to be. I don't know any any stipulations. I don't know if the Colts agreed to it or what. But there's going to be an end season. You're going to see behind the scenes of an end season type of uh, show and hopefully we get more drama and more into it because I think what you get the preseason one can be kind of boring because you don't get a lot of uh, what you would want behind the scenes and the star players and um, they they didn't have, they tend to follow the the, the headliners or the, the 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 like the rookies coming in but I'm I'm interested to see this one yeah like I think I think this is pretty cool because you get to kind of see even as the season is still going on, uh, maybe what's going on and, and what, what might have been happening early, because this would probably be starting out earlier in the season. And then as it continues on, you'd start seeing it kind of go deeper in and, and everything else. But I think that's pretty cool um, because we always get to see the preseason stuff and we don't really get to see what, what goes on in an everyday circumstance when it comes to actual season stuff. So it would be interesting to see like how they break things down, you know, what happens after a loss. That'd be right. interesting, um, you know, stuff like that. So, and the Colts are kind of a obviously rebuilding, and and there's a lot to you know, hopefully, uh, kind of get back to their to the way they were before and their glory days. And so, I think that yeah, this is a this is a pretty cool thing. Um, I'd love to see what they come up with next season, and 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 what other teams they bring in there, and uh, so that people can get a chance to look at how their team is, and and it would be kind of interesting to see, you know if Aaron Rodgers leaves green Bay, like how green, how to maybe though, maybe green. I don't know how the stipulation, I know like in the preseason, the stipulations are different, um, of how they, and how they film or why they film and why they pick the teams. But I don't know if the stipulation are the same when it comes to this, uh, in, in, in season stuff. So if there's not a whole lot of stipulations, I'd like to see that, how the green Bay Packers <laughs> are in the middle of the season and, and kind of Jordan love and, all the stuff. And I think that would be kind of cool. That'd be great. Um, that'd be, yeah. that'd be awesome. I think also wherever Aaron Rodgers ends up would be a good one too. Denver. I think yeah. it's, I seriously think he ends up in Denver next season. And I, I think it's a 90, I give it a 95% chance, but no, I think yeah. it's great. I, I, you know, I think this is a good idea. Um, you know, as long as you're not giving out the, they're not filming the playbook, <laughs> giving out, right. you know, Oops. any of that information. Whoops, my bad. Here you go, guys. Um, but no, I think it's fantastic to get to get uh, a behind the scenes look of your team. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, all right, Jeff, it's college football week three this week starts today. So we have um, 
not a lot of good matchups. It doesn't look like Alabama plays uh, number one. Alabama plays Florida at number eleven. That should be a blowout. Um, you have the only other teams that are ranked that are playing each other is number nineteen Arizona versus BYU at number twenty. They're ranked number twenty three. That should be a decent game. Um, not anything else on the the board as far as ranked teams go. Um, honestly. And I know you don't really pay attention too much to college football, but they need just need to give Alabama the championship. Uh, there's not another team that really stacks up with them offensively. Uh, Clemson's not there yet with their new quarterback taking over from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you got Georgia has a really good defense, but offensively they've they've been struggling up uh, against the good teams. So. We'll see as the season goes on, college football wise. But I, I, I just think Alabama's the favorite, and I don't think it's close. Um, so that kind of makes it. It can kind of make it a boring season if you already know who's going to kind of win it. But um, you know, look for those upset games. I, I'm hoping BYU can win tonight. So, but uh, let us know on here if you're any college fans out there and, and who you kind of go for and root for during the season. So, um. All right, Jeff. Well, I, I think it's come down to that time where we end the show with what's in your locker this week, Jeff. Man, man, man. Um, I'm just, it's fall. It's starting to get fall here now. So yesterday it was, we kind of got to go and kind of go for a walk, get outside for a second because it was, it got yeah, warm this summer, uh, unusually warm. And so, um, so, yeah, it was, I think, like uh, 66, sunny and uh, breezy. It was very crisp, so it was nice. And I think it's going to get a little warmer today and sunny, and then it's going to go into the, into the uh, 70s and, uh, for the remainder of the week and stuff. So uh, we're starting to see the fall colors here, too. That kind of uh, it, it was a little bit delayed because of the heat. So uh, everything's starting to get yellow. And uh, not yellow, but uh, yellow, yellow uh, and then orange and stuff like that. So must be nice. And um, yeah, yeah. It's so um, pretty cool to see all that. And then uh, the smoke kind of cleared out. I think that big fire in California is almost contained now. So um, pretty, pretty close. I think it's 70 something percent. It's probably almost 80 now at this point. So that's good. We're not seeing any of the smoke anymore. And uh, and so, yeah, we're just gearing up. We're going to go meet my uh my mother-in-law and, and, uh, and her husband in, uh, Aspen. And like, I think we're going to go Sunday and then we're going to come back on Wednesday next week. And so, um, not, not Sunday this weekend, but next. And so, yeah, like we're going to go there for a few days and just, uh, I think we're going to go hike, do a couple hikes and, uh, kind of just, you know, explore Aspen. We've never been there, so it's something different for us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, going to watch, uh, probably going to order some Wingstop tomorrow <laughs> for the game. Nice. Because uh, yes. I, I have to. Uh, I made some wings last week, but they weren't great. They were, they were all right, but I, I'd rather just order some. And so um, that and then that, because I think that game starts at three uh, here. So it's going to be against Jacksonville. I'm looking forward to that. I think that we are. That's a win. <laughs> I'm pretty That's sure we'll win that game. I, I would be surprised if we lost. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. My wife and I have been playing some more 64 a nice. lot. Uh, so we've been playing some, there was NBA showtime, uh, which is like NBA jam. 
it's just like a, it, it's like it's like NBA Jam, but with a NBC flair. Uh, so you get the dunna, 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 that kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, but it has the same guy from from NBA Jam talking. You know, he makes all the little comments and stuff. And so, yeah, we were playing that. And I actually at one point she picked I think she picked the Kings. So they had it was the Kings, you know, the Kings back in the day, um, Divac and and all the, you know, the, uh, the I forgot. It wasn't Bibby. Bibby wasn't on the team. I Bibby wasn't say, on the team. The um, and then I picked and she didn't know who I was picking. And she was like, oh, OK. And I picked <laughs> the Lakers. Oh. And I was like, and it was oh. Kobe and Shaq. And she was like, what the? I was like, Domination. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I forgot. I forgot Shaq was on here. I thought Shaq was on the magic. Um, but yeah, like, so we, we played that and, and, uh, that was pretty cool. And she, she beat me a couple of games and I beat her and then I played some Mario Kart and what else did we play? Cause that, that cartridge has every game on there. So, so yeah, we were played some of that. And then I think we played at Royal Rumble, uh, WCW versus NWO. I love that game. Um, <laughs> that, game's, that game is good. No Mercy's the best. But no Mercy's the best. Awesome. Yes. And what? so, yeah, I need to buy one. It's just a, it's, I need to get it, dude. 64 is one of my favorite dude. Consoles. Once we got it and we went to a place, and the guy's like, this cartridge has every game. And I'm like, what? Um, which was shocking. Uh, for some reason, no mercy doesn't work. Like it tries to load up and then it just goes black. And I'm like, dang it. Oh, so I got to go it. find no mercy. But uh, we get, we did get to play um, w, w, WWF 2000 uh real wrestlemania 2000 um so that's on air and stuff but but yeah we were just we just chilled out played that stuff and um i haven't really done a whole lot just trying to chill out i think we got to go get some clothes and stuff again today for our trip to aspen so just been chilling out man i've downloaded the call of duty beta open beta uh i'm trying to get we need to get our accounts linked up so i guess so we can all get that going. But yeah, like I, I played a couple of matches in the four or two V two. I think it's two V two. It's some kind of weird map. It's, it's like you start out and you buy your guns and then you, uh, you go in there. It's like a teams teams of two. Yeah. And yeah, so that was pretty cool. I, I like the I like it so far. It's really, it's, it Dude. reminds me of modern yes. warfare a little bit, uh, but with the world war two flair and, um, I got attacked by dogs yesterday. Somebody had a power up or something, and all these German shepherds came out of nowhere. What? <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen it. that one yet. Um, so yeah, then so you know that's cool. That's something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking also. F- uh, I downloaded Splitgate. I know a lot of people have been playing Splitgate. That's been like a big free to play game that people have been kind of going crazy over. It's kind of like Halo, I think. Um, so I'm gonna try that out and see if it's any good. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to working. I uh, created a cover for my wife's book. I don't know if I said that last week or not, um, uh, which is pretty cool. She made a she's put a put together a poetry book. And so I made a cover for it. And then I think I got to make the back of it. But uh, but yeah, I did that and did, did doing different things to try to see what else we could do with podcasts. And other than that. That's 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 all to my locker this week. What about you, Brian? What's in yours? You sound busy, but but with all kind of like uh, relaxing stuff, like you you know playing the game stuff. But you know, I I bought Vanguard, um, Call of Duty Vanguard. After playing that one beta, I I already knew I was going to like the game way better than I do um, 
the Cold War game. I think that one was garbage, but um, I didn't know it didn't come out till November. So <laughs> I can't. The game don't come out till November. I'm like, well, dang! If I knew that, I wouldn't have bought it so early. But but we have Far Cry coming out. So. Yeah, we do have Far Cry coming out before, so that that's gonna be good. We we definitely need to link our our accounts um me on my side you know i obviously got football going on I'm, I'm i'm running the the survivor game which you need to send me your pick no one sent me their pick this week so i gotta send some reminders this this week for that uh work's been busy we've we've had well, we can never stay fully staffed always something happens we have two routes right now with no, with no drivers and so that's been uh fun but um yeah, and football, man. So each week, I'm like, "What can I make for football games? What do I, you know? I, it's it's got to come with some food." So I like the wings there from Wingstop um, idea. But last Saturday, we we had a good time. It's kind of crazy. We, me, my brother-in-law came in, and him and his wife, and they brought two friends, and me and my wife. We all went to Six Flags with no kids. We they opened at noon. We got there at noon. We had a good time. We we actually bought meal plans and we had dr- drinks all day. It came with drinks all day and two meals and a snack. And so it was a good time. We were able to ride all the big rides and and, and do everything we wanted. And it was the first night of uh, their their um, Halloween season. And when it gets later, it starts about seven. They have like fog machines and they have haunted houses and they had people running around to try and scare you. So it, the park closes at 10. It was about nine o'clock, Jeff. And we were like, let's go get our funnel cake. We all wanted a funnel cake as our snack and go from there. Well, the funnel cake place is right by the exit, basically. So we go, we get our funnel cake, we start eating it, whatever, we're chilling. It's it's about 9.30, 9.15, somewhere in between there, 9.20-ish. And we see this big crowd of people walking towards us, like towards the exits. And I'm like, what's going on? We, we still have like 30 minutes before the park closes. Why is everyone leaving? I was like, maybe they wanted to, you know, beat the traffic. I don't know. So we're like, let's go ahead and just bounce. So we ate our funnel cake and we left. Well, as we, we leave the park... <laughs> We all these cops pull up, and we're like, "Oh, something happened in the park. Something happened here." Brian did something. Everybody, yeah, yeah you know, derailed all the roller coasters. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Brian was streaking. <laughs> so some guy was like, "Yeah, a bunch of fights broke out." I'm like, "What? I, I, you know, what the heck?" So we got in the car. We had a good time. We went home, and my we get home. It was like midnight by the time we got home, and my aunt texted me and said, "What happened at Six Flags? What? Well, we knew you were there. What's going on?" I said, "I'm like, I don't know. We knew something happened." Well, it turns out the next day, I'm I'm trying to figure out what happened. I'm like, I'm looking it up. I don't see any kind of news situations on it, but apparently, a big fight broke out. They had 60 people arrested. <laughs> There's a YouTube video uh, of the fight um that posted up and it's just mayhem and um from what i gather some people got spooked by those people running around with the mask they didn't like it uh they threw a punch and then it led into an all-out brawl um 60 people arrested i'm like that's a lot of people and we were at that actual spot waiting to get in a roller coaster line right before it happened we were like five minutes from being in the middle of this crazy scuffle um and fight so that was pretty crazy to to, you know almost be in it but um 
Yeah, but we had a good time, a fun time. It's the first time I've been to Six Flags in ages, and we closed the place down, so that was fun. We were able to go, and and, and pretty much there was not a lot of lines in the, in the beginning, so we were able to ride all the big ones, the Titan and and uh, Batman, Mr. Freeze, all the good stuff. So we had a good time. I highly recommend it um, to go out there. I don't know about getting in, any, in a 60-man fight, but... Why not? Uh, let's let's <laughs> add it. Let's let's add another forty, and we got a battle royal going on. Right, right. Just uh, <laughs> and the the fog machines. I'm sure it looked like uh, entrances from the you know uh, from the WWE. But oh my gosh, well, it's just it's like come on now. Like you go there, you know there's going to be people. You know there's going to be you know it's it's uh, Halloween. They, right. They, if you don't want, I I heard it was because their kids got scared, and I'm like, well, don't take your kids to the holiday in the park trick-or-treating time you know halloween time i don't know but yeah it's crazy so um other than that i've been playing well i bought the new madden and it sucks like usual but i bought it only because it's the last time i'll be able to play with aaron Rodgers. i don't think i've said that before um and that's pretty much about it i i met a new friend of mine our new buddy in in our neighborhood but He's a Bears fan, and he has an Xbox. So uh, I said, "Dude, that I said, dude, that's bad. I said that's two strikes. You got you got one more, and you're out, man. I don't know if I can handle a third one." Um, but now he's pretty cool, and we we actually just met him yesterday. So um, him and his wife. But um, other does he play, than that, does he play COD? He does. I think that's so cross, that's cross play. It is cross platform. We talked about that already. We yeah. So uh, I'll have to jump on with him um, sometime. So, but yeah, that's about it over here. We got the kids in school, and um, so other than that, that's about it. Uh, it. It has been a pretty mild week. Just looking forward to obviously football season this weekend and um, making some good food. I'm actually I'm in a cooking mood lately. I, I'm actually making some homemade enchiladas tonight. I've never made them before these ones um i'm making homemade hand scratch brownies that i've never tried before i'm not much of a baker but i I wanted to try these brownies and then sunday morning i'm making homemade biscuits and gravy with with actual homemade biscuits so i told the wife i was like i'm in a cooking mood this weekend so i'm gonna it's it's gonna go down over here in the, the watson household food wise yeah yeah man like my my mom she makes stacked enchiladas which i think are like a new mexico staple so they they do the red sauce which she she gave me some her red sauce um and i helped her i helped her with it so she she boiled the the red chilies um and then uh well she she kind of puts them on the grill for a little bit and kind of gets them blackens them up a little bit yeah and then fire roasted yeah, and then she, and then she uh, they're dried, so they, they kind of they crisp up a little bit, and then, then she puts them in the pot with some uh, with some water and just kind of uh, softens them up, and then uh, puts them in the blender, and Dude. makes the so, red chili sauce. And I've made I've made red enchiladas before. I'm making green tonight, and 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 the sauce is just a green enchilada sauce, and but it's I'm throwing some different things in it, but to make it creamy but um i've made some red sauce before i didn't i didn't do the chilies but the red sauce i had was different but it was good um yeah. and let me tell you guys something okay so me and jeff we go way back to middle school and jeff is italian 
He has some. He has Italian in his, in his family, and his mom can cook. Okay, <laughs> his mom used to make homemade lasagna, and and made us some sometime. Well, uh, well, back in the day, and let me tell you what. That's some good stuff. So when you talk <laughs> about your mom making homemade enchiladas, stacked and, and, and uh, yeah, it gets my yeah. Mouth she's, she's she's uh she's, she's starting. I think she's starting her. Uh, so my so my my family. My father is Italian. My mom is Spanish. So she she and her family's from New Mexico. So they they uh, so we have family members in in various parts of New Mexico, Carlsbad, and. Uh, like uh, Silver City and, and Albuquerque. And so like um, and my dad's family, all most of them live in Texas now, but some of them live in Rochester, New York and, and in Virginia, I think. And so like um, my dad's family, they have my grandfather has a co- whole cookbook that he wrote years ago. They have it. I told my dad I want to update it to where it's all digital um, and then yeah. and distribute it to to the family and stuff. So we all have it in case something happens in the in the book you know, goes into a fire for some reason or whatever. <laughs> right. But, um, they drop it in the pot of water. Oh no. <laughs> um, but so, you know, that's one, but my, my mom learned a lot from my grandmother, like especially how to cook Spanish food and stuff. So like Dude. she has a, she has her, her friends, her girlfriends come over uh, from work and they, uh, uh, they're going to do like a whole spread. Like my mom takes the table out. She puts, she moves the couch back and they put tables uh, large you know foldable tables and they all they all start making homemade uh tamales uh oh dude <laughs> right up, so right dude, up my alley it, man my uh, wife and loves tamales too but dude they me. she makes homemade tamales uh you know does all of it right then and there and they may and they make a bunch dude dude you and, got two of the best food like families like spanish i love mexican food is my favorite food of all time <laughs> um and then italian you throw bow oh man <laughs> I, I, me and my wife consider ourselves foodies we we love to have good food and like i mean like who doesn't but yeah. like we will like our dates are usually somewhere f- dinner really good dinner and then a movie so we love food and uh dude yeah. it's dude Mexican food is food is italian food, food is uh food oh. goes to the soul man it's right. it's Definitely. it's you know you, you can't you you're on you're only on earth for a little bit man so you might as well uh, enjoy you know it, it food you know food uh, is a staple it, you, you gotta yeah. have it i know? tell my wife all the time about i said i know we won't need to eat in heaven but i hope there's food <laughs> i hope yeah. there's food because yeah man, they're, it's so good speaking of that <laughs> the other yesterday my wife and i went to we went out to eat uh to get some dinner and then we were coming home and as i'm coming home i'm like man and there's this guy so at our apartment complex right at the very front they have various food trucks that come sometimes and so they're like they'll send you an email they'll be like hey by the way you know such and such is here if you guys want to come down and grab something that's cool there was a guy that had a portable smoker dude nice and it was Texas barbecue. So this guy was out here and I, it's some <laughs> local business. Yeah. A local, local guy. And he had his truck, you know, and then he had this massive portable smoker that I guess he was hauling with his truck. And I was like, that's incredible, dude. It was so big. It looked like the ones you would see at like the restaurants. And I'm like, how the hell? <laughs> dude, it took almost ha- – it took about like it almost – if you if it was any bigger, it would have covered it would have 
prevented cars from going into the actual like <laughs> parking area. <laughs> and so I was garage. just like, dang. And so and people were just drawing that thing, dude. I was like, wow. I was like, they really hit Did that you, out of the park. Did you taste it or? I didn't because we just ate. <laughs> so okay. I was like, damn it. They they didn't Dang. tell me that. Soon I know. We, I would have gone down there. We'll have food trucks come to our neighborhood. Like they come to uh, the pool and they'll set up. And we had one. I I wanted. I almost went. I, I should have. It, it was a lobster place. And they, they still oh, named. They okay. had lobster rolls and stuff. And I'm like, man, I really want to go. But I didn't end up going. But it's pretty cool if they do that in our neighborhood. I was like, heck yeah, dude. I love food trucks. Dude, yeah, there's there's a food park that Allie and I want to go to in Fort Collins, which isn't far. It's like 20 minutes from here or something. But like, um, and it's like a food park, which we we got so spoiled in Oregon um, because it was just so they were they were so plentiful. All right, like it was like you could you didn't go anywhere without seeing food truck parks. It, they were everywhere, everywhere. And so yeah, like you know, so that was pretty cool. I was like. It, we were talking about that. So I was like, yeah, that popped up in my head. Cause I was like, Oh man, that, it, that was a genius idea, you know, oh, yeah. a portable, portable smoker and just have the guy out there, man, he's going to be out there all season, all season during football. There's a big college, uh, CU is, is playing. Uh, and so there's a big game going on this week at, at CU. So I know there's going to be a lot of people going to, hopefully that guy comes back. <laughs> and people are going to be droving that thing again. Well, I, I told you there's a there's some Bronco fans around here, and they do a pool party on to watch the games, watch party, and uh, I might have to catch one of them when I'm when my Green Bay's not playing. Um, you probably could you could probably could go over there when it's the Cowboys. I think they play Cowboys Week Six or oh, something. yeah, something like That's that. True. So, so but I'm like I have to join up because I, I know, I'll get on here and talk. I don't care if I'm not a Denver Bronco fan, but I mean, I'll come over and have a good time. But <laughs> food, food and football, man, that's what Sundays is. Well, church and food and football. And, Especially but, um, this time of year, you know, dude. Yeah, you got it's to. like crisp, cool air. And it's like, man, it's just it's a I love this time of year, man. It's perfect. Yeah, they don't get that here in Texas. Like our, our we have a low front and it's like 93 for high. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's not the best, but <laughs> All right, man. Sorry, we got a little derailed there a little bit, but you know, all all's good and fun. Um, if you want to reach out and, and ask us more questions about our personal life, uh, feel free to. You can email us at outspokensports at gmail.com. We're on TikTok at Outspoken Sports. We are on uh, Facebook. We are on YouTube. We are on Instagram. We are everywhere you can find us. Our, our podcast is on Buzzsprout. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on Google um, Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio. So we are everywhere, and uh, we're hoping to get more likes and follows. And um, I'm getting some more likes on on, uh, TikTok, and I'm actually having some conversations with people, which is nice. I want to have that that, um, fan or, you know, whatever you want to call it. and, and everybody so. also, uh, I am going to be breaking up the episodes up a little bit um, each week. And so what I'll do is I'll just take I've been time stamping every time we've uh, got to a certain section uh, that I felt was a good time to kind of split up. And uh, so we will basically have smaller uh, videos of topics. Maybe you would rather, you know, want to just see that topic as opposed to the whole thing on YouTube. The whole thing will be on YouTube, but, uh, but the smaller episode audio episodes will, 
will be like snippets, like the headlines and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, that way, you know, it's more more content to see and, and you can watch some stuff. Maybe you would rather just hear about that as opposed to watching a whole hour, or 20 minutes of an episode. Right. And, I, and I'm putting my predictions. I'm doing a weekly predictions of the, the, the schedule and who I think is going to win. Uh, on TikTok, and then I'll share that video everywhere else. But uh, trying to get in on the TikTok game now that it's started, but I, I haven't done any funny videos. I I, 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 need, I wish there was a TikTok class to show you how to do all the freaking things that they do on there. But um, it, it's kind of fun, fun to get on there and, and do those things. But yeah, you did one with the basketball. I saw that one with uh, the the uh, six legs oh yeah <laughs> yeah one me well they were they went and rode the water ride and i didn't want to ride the water ride because i've done that before and then i walk around with soggy feet and get blisters i was like i'm not going to well the line was quite long for it, so i'm just sitting there I'm, I'm staring at the basketball hoops and i was like i'm gonna go play this and uh yeah i won me basketball so <laughs> I'm like, if you don't, if you go to Six Flags over Texas and you you don't come home with one of these basketballs, did you really even go? So it's it's quite <laughs> funny. I thought, but yeah. Um, all right, Jeff. Well, enjoy the rest of your Saturday and the weekend, guys. Hopefully, you uh you enjoy the same. Take time to rest, watch up for football, have some good food, and um, look for our shows Tuesdays and Fridays usually, and um. I might I might do um, a couple might do some live streams uh, soon uh, with some games as, as well. So keep a, keep a tune out uh, for the Twitch channel as well because uh, I might do that. I definitely want to play some more COD beta today uh, tonight. So it, it should be already on me, right? Because I I played the first beta and I pre-ordered the game. So unless I have to go on yeah, and download no, I think game. I think that you definitely do have access to it as well. Okay. So uh, cool. maybe maybe Brian and I will hop on. Who knows. Yeah, hopefully, um, <laughs> hope we need to. We haven't done it. We haven't played in a long time, but we haven't. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, like I said, uh, enjoy your weekend, and um, feel free to reach out. Take care, everybody. God bless. <laughs>